0: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, here we are on Super Thursday. Nope, nope, nope. That's just what Biden calls it, Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday here, Democrats squaring off in 13 states and the American Samoa. No, that is not one of the 57 states in this great nation, despite what you might have learned from Obama's presidency. That and how to properly pronounce, uh, pronounce, I should say, Pakistan. Thank you, President Obama, for that. Welcome to the program. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. I'm just having a little bit of fun. Take it easy. Trump can get constantly maligned and attacked for being orange, being whatever, a Nazi and everything else. Surely to heaven we can make fun of some slips of the tongue that these folks make, which, by the way, is candidly understandable. I, in fact, may make a couple of those throughout a program myself. When you talk as much as some of these folks do, someone running for president or, heck, even someone with a talk show, from time to time you do slip, I have a slip of the tongue. So it's good to have you. Email Todd at dot Facebook.com slash ToddHuffShow. Like the page while you're there. I would appreciate that very much. Even if, you know what? If you have a Facebook page, go to our Facebook page uh, now at, at your convenience today and like it as we continue. Uh, that'll help us. That'll help us as we reach to, to grow more folks, and I truly appreciate those of you who have done that, and for those of you who listen, wherever you're listening, on the radio, on Facebook, or as a podcast, thank you for joining us, and it's good to Good to be here somebody somebody made some phone calls over the past couple of days. Somebody made you know i i we've got booted edge excuse me boot edge edge who has dropped out of the race we've got Klobuchar who has dropped out of the race, and we had steyer i don't know if I want to include steyer. Um i don't know if he got the phone call or not that guy was i don't know my only guess is that he saw himself performing on stage back that thing up and realized this is not this is not a good thing this is not this is not something I want to be caught doing ever again so I need to stop running for president that's that's my guess on styer as far as the other two go folks if there's any collusion oh the dirty word of collusion if there is any word any evidence of collusion that's happening it's happening in the Democrat Party, and it's happening against Bernie Sanders. So we've got Steyer out, which again doesn't really mean much. We've got Edge out. We have Amy Klobuchar out. We've got Edge and Klobuchar both campaigning with Biden in Texas, telling the audience, telling the crowd that they are voting for Biden. They've endorsed Biden. Now think about this. And we also had Beto, Beto O'Rourke, or Robert O'Rourke, or Rourke, if you prefer, on stage with Biden last night in Texas, campaigning there. Of course, Texas is one of the Super Tuesday states. 228, I believe, delegates up for grabs in the great state of Texas biden actually telling the crowd or telling beto you know it's amazing biden's supposed to be an establishment democrat he's supposed to be moderate right wink wink supposed to be middle of the road now in fairness against an open socialist borderline communists take it easy having some fun but look some of these ideas coming out of bernie sanders uh, mouth are, are truly off the charts as far as how far left they are there's I mean, this guy's never met a price tag he doesn't think he can afford. Well, someone else's money, mind you. Anyway, but Biden is out there as a moderate. As a moderate, Biden is now telling Beto O'Rourke. Remember Beto, the guy who said he's coming? Hell yeah, he said, coming to take your guns. (laughs) Remember that? Remember that guy? You know, we got some lovers of the Constitution and those that love and respect freedom, the Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment. Wasn't that a lovely day when Beto told uh, folks that he was coming after their guns? At least he took the the mask off, the mask of make-believe, where they would tell you that they were not coming after your guns when in fact that they actually were. But anyway, that's the guy that Biden said last night at a rally with Beto up there. Beto, I want you to spear up when I'm president or when I'm senator, or whatever I'm running for up here. I don't even know. It's after, after my 4 o'clock bedtime. But whatever office I'm running for, I want you to help me, and I want you to be the guy that helps me with gun violence. That's right. So Beto's going to help Biden, the moderate, right? The moderate, middle-of-the-road guy with his uh, you know, interference with or prevention of, I should say, gun violence. So... That all happened last night on stage, along with these endorsements from Boot, Edge, Edge, and Klobuchar. I'll tell you what's going on here. The party is terrified, absolutely positively terrified, that Bernie is going to run away with this thing. So there's two ways Bernie can do this. There's two possible outcomes from the establishment's perspective that they're terrified of. One one is that Bernie is able to win the nomination simply based upon pledge delegates. Now, this is incredibly unlikely. In fact, if you follow Nate Silver's group, they give predictions of this stuff. I think he gives Bernie a 17% chance now of winning the nomination you know, through the pledge delegate count. And Biden, I think he gives a 14 or some odd percent chance. They're, they're close now for whatever that's worth. So that's the first fear, is that he wins the nomination outright through pledged delegates. It's unlikely, but he's the one that has the best chance of doing it. In fact, he might be the only only person who can actually win it based on pledged delegates. Now, as you know, and I've had some fun with this, Nate Silver... Five thirty-eight. The group there that predicts things and does whatever they do to—it's a leftist group, but they, you know, they, they make projections. They use math, math that would again take Bernie Sanders probably a couple of months. Um, if simple addition and subtraction takes Bernie Sanders two hours, um, I think that this level of statistics probably takes Bernie the better, maybe the better part of a year. I don't, I don't really know, but it's a long time. So in addition to the possibility albeit rather slim that Bernie wins this nomination during um just with pledged delegates that's not likely that is something that the party the party bosses the power brokers in the Democratic Party that's what they're afraid of but they're also afraid of they're they're also afraid of Bernie getting to the convention in Milwaukee in July, with enough delegates to where he actually kind of forces the party. Right the, at that point, the party becomes it becomes a brokered convention, and they don't want the fallout of having to take the guy who's in the lead, perhaps substantially, although perhaps not substantially. As that's that's what my whole point here this morning is. That's why boot edge edge and Klobuchar have dropped out of this race. They got some phone calls, maybe some in-person visits from somebody, somebody that's colluding against Bernie Sanders. But they don't want to get to this convention in July in Milwaukee with no clear winner and and Sanders ahead. Now, they don't want to get to a brokered convention regardless, but at least then they've got the safety net of the superdelegates. The superdelegates, as I've said on here a time And time again, the superdelegates are establishment Democrats, by and large. By and large. These folks are there. They're a safety net to correct the will of the people. Do not doubt this. Superdelegates are there. The Democrat Party tells you constantly that they're there to fight for democracy and so forth. They can't even fight for democracy in their own party. They want superdelegates to come in and make it all right. They want the superdelegates to come in and pick the candidate. Pick the candidate that those inside, inside the party, those in the know, they want that to happen. They want them to pick the candidate that has, uh, well, the one that they want to win. The one that has been chosen by the establishment. That's what they're there for. That's why they've got these superdelegates. And so... The party, however, is terrified. And so somebody, and I don't know, I mean, you can insert some names here. You can insert names like Soros. You can insert names like, I don't think it's Perez, but who knows. You could insert names like Bill Clinton or John Kerry. It could be a combination. Harry Reid, I know he's, you know, he's moved on, but... He's now come out and endorsed Joe Biden. Maybe it's the Obamas. Maybe it's all the above. Maybe it's more. Maybe it's big-name donors, folks that we don't even know that much about. It's not Bloomberg because Bloomberg's still in the race. But how ir- think about the irony here. Think about how how unlikely. You're a candidate. You're, you're Pete Buttigieg. You're Amy Klobuchar. Your odds after of winning, if you're Amy Klobuchar, didn't, dramatically decrease after South Carolina. They've been incredibly low for a long, long time. I've said on this program she has, she has no chance of, of winning. She has no chance of winning. Now, of course, she's dropped out. I'm not trying to pick on Amy Klobuchar here. I'm just saying that it was clear for a long time that she was not, not going to be winning this, uh, this nomination. And so on the eve of Super Tuesday, she announces she's out. Now think about it, a Super Tuesday there's a third of the, of the delegates up for 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 the vote. She's made it all the way to the eve, why not why not stick around and see what happens? Your odds are not going to go down anymore. They're not, I mean they can only go up. Which again, they're not going to go up much, but they can only go up after Super Tuesday same for Pete Buttigieg. Now, Pete Buttigieg edges odds have decreased over time he was at least viewed as the front runner or one of the front runners coming out of iowa but of course when you looked out at the long play of the democratic primary it was obvious that he didn't have a great chance but who knows right i mean someone someone wins here and there they get some support they get some folks thinking maybe this person can can be the nominee It was it was much more possible for Pete Buttigieg to win the nomination than Amy Klobuchar, but he also on the eve of Super Tuesday, on the eve of Super Tuesday, somehow, again getting to this point, getting to this point, he drops out of the race. Why? You think? You think because suddenly he woke him thought woke up and thought I'm not going to win this? You think that was a sudden realization for Pete Buttigieg? No, they've gotten someone or lots of someones that have reached out to them that have said, look, here's the deal. Bernie cannot win the nomination. Bernie is going to get us slaughtered. Now, whether or not this turns out to be the actual case in November, should Bernie somehow win this nomination, which again... Right now, he's the victim of collusion, folks. I want you to write this down. If someone says anything to you about Bernie, someone who's a Bernie fan, all you have to tell them is Bernie is being targeted by the Democrat Party, and the Democrat Party is colluding against him. That is what is happening here. It is not, it is not a coincidence that Edge and Klobuchar drop out on the eve of Super, tu- Super Tuesday. Why? At this point, the money spent, folks, why? You're all in. Why say you're not? Because somebody's gotten to them and said, hey, we've got a real problem here. We've got to give people who don't want a socialist representing this party, we've got to give them someone to choose, one person to choose. Now, they can't touch Bloomberg Because Bloomberg's out here. I mean, Bloomberg, I I watched a little bit of this. I got to take a break. But I watched a little bit of this town hall he had on Fox News last night. Buttigieg, or excuse me, Bloomberg thinks pretty highly of himself. Bloomberg can explain to you why he gets to have people with guns protecting him, but why the rest of us don't. Bloomberg, that, that makes sense to Bloomberg. Bloomberg can tell you why that should be the case. He thinks he can. Of course, he can't in reality. So Bloomberg is not going to be controlled by the party. He's not um, He's not afraid to spend his own money, obviously. So he's not out there dependent upon fundraisers. The Democrat Party can't collude against him to some degree because of his own independent wealth, which is pretty ironic if you ask me. The party that rails against people with money is now in some way, shape, manner, or form being – kind of held hostage to the whims of, of Bloomberg at this particular point because he throws a, a wrench in the gears that they can't control at this point. Hey, he at one point a couple weeks ago was their choice. But folks, the party is colluding against Bernie. They activated the plan last night. They are terrified. They are more terrified than even it looks like when you see some of these sound bites and some of these discussions from take your pick, of some Democrat in the news or whoever. Of course, we saw Chris Matthews retired. (laughs) Retired suddenly last night. Calls it quits. Of course, there's a lot more to that. But he was one that was sounding the alarm and making some dramatic comparisons and so forth. But anyway, the party is colluding against Bernie Sanders. This is what collusion looks like. And they didn't have to involve even a Pokemon Go app to do it. Imagine that. Imagine that. This is what it looks like. This is what actual collusion looks like against a candidate. And it looks like they're trying to do what they did in 2016 and then some to Bernie Sanders. So the Bernie Sanders crowd should be incredibly upset about this. And you should be incredibly, incredibly upset that I've got to stop here. Take a break. But sit tight. Sit tight. Uh, we'll be back here in just a minute. You're listening to the home of conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. A little bit long, actually, a decent amount long in that first segment. but I, I really think it's important that we understand this. and I know that that you do. But the problem is, a lot of people that you're going to encounter, in the workplace, in your neighborhood, heck, maybe in your home, I don't know, your business, whatever the case, they don't, they don't see this. They're, they're so focused, many folks are so focused on their hatred and, and intensity of hatred of President Trump. Or, or perhaps maybe they are concerned about the jump shot of a candidate, Maybe they're actually hoping for the American Ninja Warrior Democrat nomination process that Joe Biden has been pushing for. Push-up contests, pull-up contests, timed 40-yard dashes. I mean, the NFL Combine was, is that over? I think it was, I know it was uh, this weekend. I don't know if it's still going on today. I don't follow it that closely, but they just had the Combine. Maybe they could have all the candidates here to Indianapolis and Have him on the bench press and 40-time vertical jump, broad jump, cone drill. See who can throw the football the farthest. See who can catch the ball the best. I mean, who knows? These are the sorts of things Biden wants to do besides make Beto O'Rourke his guns are. Think about that. Let that sink in for a moment. The guy that says, hell yes, he's coming to get your guns. But the party leaders, the big money donors – By the way, that's something that some folks may not fully understand. They've been convinced that the party of wealthy donors is the Republican Party. The media and the Democrats don't want you to know that there are a lot of big money liberals out there. And they want to consolidate that vote around Joe Biden. There's some heavy hitters. There's some heavy hitters here. We don't necessarily know their names, but they've decided it is time for this to happen in order to stop the party from becoming overtly, and I'll use the word overtly, because they are becoming socialist whether or not they tell us openly or not. But they are are not necessarily down. In fact, they're against the notion of the party becoming communist overtly, but I guess some of them are still okay with it happening covertly. Now, so notice who's still in the race. Really we've got four contestants as as Bloomberg adequately described the other night. Four contestants. Those four contestants are Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Michael Bloomberg, and Elizabeth Warren. And I want to pause there because I saw an article, Business Insider, that I understand what they're trying to stay say here, but they are they're just dead wrong in their assessment of this. Here's what it says Headline Amy Klobuchar and Pete boot edge edge. Endorsing Joe Biden is absolutely devastating news for Elizabeth Warren. Now, in one sense, yeah, okay. Okay, they she's still in the race and they didn't endorse her. But this is at a very superficial, not really thought out way or uh, this isn't well thought out because just remember just yesterday we talked about elizabeth warren saying that the only way to the nomination was through a brokered convention right a bruising convention right the gloves are coming off and backroom deals here we go more collusion more collusion on how they can Steal it from Bernie. So Elizabeth Warren, my cousin Liz, knows what's going on. And I'm going to be a little bit upset to see her go, um, given, given some of the things that she's inevitably going to say and do throughout this process. But Elizabeth Warren, my cousin Liz, knows that her chances of winning the nomination were getting an endorsement from Amy Klobuchar or Pete Buttigieg wasn't going to do anything substantial for her in, in the sense of helping her win the nomination. That's just that's just not very thorough analysis. The way to look at this is to say why is Amy or excuse me, why is Elizabeth Warren, my cousin Liz, still in the race? And I'll tell you why she's still in the race. The party bosses, the big money donors, are okay with her being in the race you know why they're okay with her being in the race because she's the one candidate that is at least in theory from from the people who apparently know these things as much as there are experts in this sort of stuff she's the one who's actually siphoning votes away from Bernie Sanders and so when you look at who's left you've got Bernie who has become the enemy of the establishment so they are against Bernie. They don't like socialism. They are afraid that he's going to d- get them slaughtered down ticket. They say Super Tuesday, he's got and I'll, I'll go through some numbers uh um, here in the next segment. Predictions or where this looks like it might end up. Of course, this may be off, but looking at again some projections made by 538. Where folks are going to probably be, possibly be after tonight, after Super Tuesday or Super Thursday, if you ask Joe Biden. But the party bosses are okay with Elizabeth Warren staying in because she's siphoning votes away from Bernie. So the the only other two candidates besides Bernie, they're, they're they you know he's. He's basically saying, "Hey, they're trying to stop me. The only thing that's that's enabling me to stay in this race is you. We've got a revolution. The establishment says, "Yikes, we can't we can't win local seats like that." The the, the establishment thinks we'll lose the presidential race, we'll lose the house, we'll we'll continue to lose the Senate, we won't gain the Senate, and we're going to give Republicans total uh, legislative and, and governing authority if we have Bernie at the top of the ticket. Now, that may, of course, not be accurate, but it is a legitimate fear. And so they've consolidated their votes around Joe Biden. And so they've someone because it is again, it is no coincidence. Believe me when I say this, no coincidence that Edge and Klobuchar suddenly drop out on the eve, on the eve of Super Tuesday, there's just no way that that's a coincidence. You don't you don't get to that point in the in the process. You've spent all your money. You've limped to this point. You don't stop before the race. All the effort, all the time, all the money has been spent prior to March second or March third, the March third Super Tuesday or Super Thursday primary. You've gotten here. Now it's time. Now it's time to finish the job, and they stop. They stop because they've been reached by the party bosses, by the big money liberals, by those who have power. It makes you wonder what they've been promised. You start to ask yourself those sorts of questions. Anyway, that's what's happened, but they're okay with Elizabeth Warren staying in. They want to consolidate around Biden, and they can't stop Bloomberg because he's out there spending his own money. He's out there spending his own money saying things that <laughs> – I got to tell you, this stuff on the his Fox News town hall, we might get to that briefly. I just – I don't think I have time today, but that was something else if you've not seen that. The guy the, – the arrogance, condescension, uh, condescension, self-righteousness, justification for his arrogance, be, arrogant behavior, flying around in private jets while uh, – preaching to the rest of us about climate change i mean the list goes on and on but that guy can't be stopped by the big money elitist because he's the one that has deep pockets himself i've got to take a break more on this when we get back here on super tuesday you're listening to the home of conservative not bitter talk radio i'm your host todd huff back in just a minute By the way, we're day number thirty. Democrat Party in crisis. We've seen that they have activated crisis mode. Picking up the phone, maybe sending people in person to tell Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, it's time. It's time to hang it up. Not exactly sure what all was exchanged in these conversations. Maybe promised. Who knows? I don't know. But I do know that something like this happened. Something like this happened because there's 1,357 delegates up for grabs today. Not coincidental this happens on the eve of Super Tuesday. Again, they've spent their money. It doesn't matter at this point on Super Tuesday. You could literally coast across the finish line, so to speak, with no money in the bank if you're one of these candidates. So it's not about that. It's about something else. It's about the party colluding against Bernie Sanders. Folks, that's what's happening. If you're a Bernie Sanders supporter, you need to understand what your party is doing. They're colluding against you. That is is exactly, they're colluding against Bernie. They don't fill the burn. They want to get rid of this guy. And this is the first step in doing that. There's 1,357 delegates today that are up for grabs. And so the standings, if you will, if that's the way you want to look at this, here, by the way, on National Anthem Day, saw that on Fox News earlier this morning, not sure if the radical left will kneel all day or not, but this is National Anthem Day. Standings before Super Tuesday. Well, of course, as we mentioned before, the numbers are not still not right. I see different numbers everywhere I look, but roughly Bernie has 60, 60 delegates Biden has 54, Buttigieg has 26, Warren has 8, and Klobuchar has 7. Bloomberg still has 0 at this point. So there's been 155 delegates awarded to date, roughly about 4%. 4% of the total amount of pledged delegates that will be awarded throughout this process. Now, 538 predicts that Bernie is going to win somewhere around... 525 delegates today that's a projection that number can go up or down and there's some big states in play and so if no one else say in california gets to 15 percent except bernie and biden then that could affect the numbers pretty dramatically but 538 predicts that Bernie's going to get 525 today. Biden will get 430, roughly. These are estimates. Projections. Bloomberg will get 225. Warren will get 165. And Klobuchar, they still predict, will get 12, probably in her home state of Minnesota, which is on the map for today as far as Super Tuesday states are concerned. So that's what 538 is predicting, something in that vicinity. And so when we get back, I've got to take another time out here. When we get back, I'll tell you that where that would put us. I'll tell you where that would put us. I'll, I'll tell you where Bernie is going to have to be in order to win, win the nomination outright. I'll tell you what percent of the remaining delegates he's going to have to get. Uh, It's going to have to be a lot more, a lot higher percentage than what he's gotten so far, assuming that these projections, again, are correct, which at this point, that's all we've got. We can talk more in detail about that tomorrow after we have the stats or the actual numbers. Well, who knows? We may have to wait a week or two with the way that the left knows how to count, Uh, the radical left running out of fingers, toes, and calculators on this stuff. But anyway... When we get back, I'll talk about where the standings – if those predictions are right, where the standings will be, what that means for the race. And hopefully it should bring into focus the reason that the power power brokers in the Democratic Party, the donors of the Democratic Party, the big names in the Democrat Party, why they made that effort, why they made that effort to get Biden – or excuse me, get – boot edge edge and klobuchar out of the race trying to get voters to coalesce around biden in their final attempt to uh, collude to prevent bernie sanders from winning the democrat nomination in 2020 gotta take a quick time out more on this when we get back you're listening to conservative not better talk i am your host todd huff back here in just a minute Welcome back. So, as if those predictions are right, and I look, it's just a tool. It's not. It, it shouldn't be trusted completely. In fact, we don't even know if the actual counts can be trusted completely. The way that these folks appear to not even know how to add votes up and count their delegates and all this sort of thing. But if those predicted results, ballpark predictions that I gave you last segment, are correct. Bernie getting 525, Biden getting roughly 430 today, Bloomberg 225, Warren 165, Klobuchar 12. Those are delegates. Those are pledged delegates. If that turns out to be the, play, uh, the, the case, then after today, Bernie Sanders will have roughly 39% of all delegates that have been pledged at this point. Biden will have approximately 32% of delegates pledged at this point. Bloomberg would have about 15, 15%, percent percent of delegates pledged up until this point. Elizabeth Warren would have in the neighborhood of 11%. Buttigieg and Klobuchar both have uh, around 1%. For some reason, it kicks me off my re in and look at this thing so that's that's the counts if that is if everything I told you is is correct uh, those projections that's where we'll be by the way I wonder how much Mike Bloomberg is spending per delegate gee whiz when you think about that that's a hefty sum hefty sum of money I saw Steyer spent I see like $3,000 a vote or something like that in California or South Carolina, something like that. I'd, I'd have to look, and I don't want to – I'm scarred actually from Tom Steyer picturing him dancing on stage to back that thing up. Still getting nightmares about that. But anyway, um, that's that's the where we are, and so what the Democrat Party – Power brokers, The big money donors are trying to do is get everyone out of this race who's taking votes away from their candidate, who now they've decided is Joe Biden. Think about how that conversation went down. I mean, I, I'm picturing some of these very wealthy, very powerful Democrats, some you know, some you may not know, sitting around the table and they literally have their head in their hands. They're kind of rubbing their eyes. They're kind of, they've got looks of despair. Some of them may start chuckling because they think this is so pathetic, it's funny, that we're actually telling you at this point that the person best equipped to win the election or to beat Bernie in the primary process is Joe Biden, the one-man gaffe machine, maybe Maybe all those days of fighting people like Corn Pop back at the Wilmington, Delaware public pool helped make Joe Biden the man he is today. He's a fighter. He can beat, Joe, he can beat Bernie Sanders, right? But they're sitting around that table just rubbing their heads thinking, what on earth have we allowed to happen here? What on earth? And we're left with a socialist we're left with a self-righteous billionaire, who we have no control over, by the way, because the guy's just spending his own money. We're left with a one-man gaffe machine, and we're left with a make-believe Native American. And, and we don't know what to do. And we want the make-believe Native American in, because she's crazy enough, socialist enough to take some of those votes from Bernie. Bernie. If we could get Bloomberg out of the mix, says the Democratic Party establishment, the elite, that's the way we want to go, but we can't get him out. So we're stuck with Biden at this point. We're stuck with Joe Biden. We're putting all of our chips on Joe Biden. And there's people this morning as they're rolling out of bed talking with their spouses, honey, we just went all in on Joe Biden. I'm not sure what in the world we're thinking, but we went all in. On Joe Biden, corn popping all, all in on Joe Biden here on Super Thursday, as Biden would tell us. <laughs> I tell you, this is day 30 of a Democrat party in crisis. You know, again, the reason I point this out and I got to take a break here. But the reason I point this out is because we're supposed to believe that the problem exists within the Republican Party, that Trump destroyed the Republican Party. The Republican Party is floundering. Not even going to be able to get to the, you know, to the election without complete collapse. I mean, this is what we're basically led to believe, what we're supposed to believe. But the truth is, nothing could be further from that. And I'm not saying the Democrats can't get it together. I don't take any joy that they fail. I take joy in the fact that we're defeating them because the ideas, the ideas that they are embracing for this nation are absolutely terrible ideas in multiple ways, across the board almost. In some cases, truly 100% across the board. And I have to take a break. You're listening to conservative not-better-talk. Be careful out there today. Listening can, in fact, cause you to lean to the right. In fact, 98% of scientists agree with that. 98% of scientists agree that listening to this program can cause you to lean to the right. That's even 1% more scientists that agree that man is contributing and causing global warming. So science is unanimous. Listening can cause you to lean to the right. Sit tight. Be back here in just a minute. Welcome back. Here we are, Super Tuesday. And... (laughs) It's, uh, we're just going through the whole irony here, the whole irony of where we stand with the dropping out of Pete Buttigieg, uh, Amy Klobuchar. The party bosses are now colluding. The big money donors are colluding to stop Bernie Sanders. Hard to tell if they're going to be effective at this particular point. But anyway, that's what's happening here. Got to wrap up for the day, guys. As always, I appreciate you listening. SDG, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.